Welcome, everybody, to Bridge Builders Communities Church Sermon Podcast. You are listening to one of our messages from our weekly gathering. We hope that you sit back and enjoy and be blessed. I love it when the Holy Spirit weaves a theme in our worship. I don't know. Uh, it kept coming back to me. There, there's so many of the songs that the worship team sang today that dealt with fear and getting rid of fear. And, you know, do not fear. And I, I was thinking of something I read once that over 200 times in the Bible, the words do not fear are there. And fear is not of God. You know, it's, it's an emotion that we deal with frequently. And God tries to train us to give it over to him right away so that we don't have to deal with it. But many of us do. It's, it's something that, that, that we have to overcome. And God's constantly telling us, don't fear, don't fear. Because what happens with fear is it gets in the way of hearing from God, of knowing what does God want us to do. And, you know, we're, because the, the fear is in there, it just blocks that, but that voice that God's trying to tell us and lead us into things. So, uh, this one's for free. I'm, it's not part of my sermon, but I just, you know, I was just thinking of it while we were, while we were worshiping. And uh, I think as he has done in the past, God's telling us something that we, we need to hear. Part of my sermon today is what has God been telling us? I, I looked up here this morning and uh, we had the, the discipleship. Thing up, uh, the picture up there, and I was telling Sarah, it, and it said week four at the time. I don't know, this is week three now, so something changed, but it said week four at the time, and I said it should have said month four, <laughs> because this is where we're at. It's, it's been four months since we started this. Today, this is the last one on discipleship. At least I texted that to Jay that I, I think it's the last one unless he comes back with something that God's told him about discipleship. But Because uh, we haven't talked about it yet. Uh, we'll talk about it Wednesday on our elders meeting. But um, I, I think this is going to be it. And God was showing me a couple of things with this. I, I had first asked him, and this was probably over a week ago, and I said, God, what, what do you want this last one to be on? And it was like immediately he said, time to step out in faith. And I said, well, what does that mean? <laughs> it's like, where do I go with that? And I, I, wasn't, I had no idea at the time what I was going to do with that. But I think I, I felt as I started preparing through the week that, we need to go back and see what has God said for the last four months. Um, if, if, if we're preaching on this, I was thinking that must be about 15 sermons on discipleship. Uh, I think Jay preached probably more than half of them, and then uh, Joe and I filled in here and there with it. But we had come up with this theme back in at the end of June, you know, going into July, and it must be important to God that 
you know, we have spent so much time in, in, this, in this area. So I thought it might be good to just go back and kind of like try to bring up some of the things that God has told us through, through this four months throwing a couple of things in. I don't remember everything, you know, that that was preached during this time, and I'm sure none of us do. You know, sometimes in a whole sermon of a 30-minute sermon, we we pick out one or two things in there, and those are the things that we remember. 28 minutes of the 30 minutes we probably forget. You know, as soon as soon as we leave. But there's always something that God tells us in there that we need to grab onto and not and not forget. And I think this is really important as not only from the past, but also as we go on into the future. What are the things that God is leading us in? Okay, so as far as the four months are concerned, how do we feel about it about this? Do we feel challenged in any way? Was there anything that was said that was challenging to us that you know we said, well, maybe I'm, I'm trying to do that now, maybe I haven't even started doing that now, but not to not to walk out and just kind of forget it uh, you know and move on to because you know Thanksgiving's coming, so we'll be talking about Thanksgiving and we'll forget about the discipleship that we headline. So let's take that challenge, whatever it is, you know, you know, uh, it might be one thing, it might be several things for you. Uh, For me, it's several things. There are a a number of things that I'm working on, and I I can say honestly, I am not where where I want to be, you know, in, in accomplishing all the things that, God's leading me into, but I'm still trying to hear from Him in that. So, has in, in our lives has anything changed? You know, have we changed? Can we look back to July and say, "What was I like in July?" That's that, that's different now because of all of these things that I've heard through, like I said, the 15 sermons, which is probably about seven or seven and a half hours of teaching. All right, it's, it's a, lot of, a lot of things, okay? So this, this message might not be a feel-good message. It might be one where we, we're actually examining ourselves, and we might say that, Gee, you know, maybe I could have done a little better in this or, or, or not, you know. Or maybe we're doing a great job in that. I, I don't know. Um, I can't say I am. I'm doing a great job in it. But I know I'm working at some of the things. One of the things that, that God, that really impressed upon me was the, the one service that we had where God uh, was talking about us being desperate for him. And that that really uh, struck me because um, we had uh, we had some songs on it uh, that had to do with desperation. We had a prophecy on it, and then Joe was doing a teaching that day, and he was talking about the uh, the, the uh, lady who was sick, and she touched the hem of the garment of Jesus and was healed, and how desperate she was in that. And I really felt that God was giving us that message, and not just for for that day, but for the future that, um, you know, how desperate do we feel 
in regard to uh, picking up the things that God's showing us right now. Because that desperation is going to cause some changes in our life. Some, some things that uh, we, we you know, might have to be working on that might take us out of our comfort zones. They might not be comfortable things that we do. And we'll talk about some of this as we, we uh, go on. But I think that the repetition that God gave us in that service shows how important it is to him. And this can be a personal thing, but it can also be a bridge builders church thing. In other words... In, in the unity here of believers, that there might be some things that we need as a church to be desperate on. So um, th- these are things that we'll be praying about and, and seeing. And um, I know Jay hasn't heard any of these messages yet. You know, he won't hear them. We'll, we'll talk a little bit about this on Wednesday at our eldest meeting. But um, he, he has to uh, he has to hear them too and and find out. You know what what we've been talking about since he since he left so let's pray and then we'll get into the message heavenly father we just continue to ask that uh, we be desperate for you that you show us how to do that lord god and that uh, our hearts would be open to spend the time with you that we need to so that we hear clearly from you lord in jesus name lord we pray that so I, I wanted to look back on discipleship itself, and the teacher in me has to kind of divide up definitions and so so on. We know uh, for discipleship, following Jesus, and um, if we look at taking discipleship, I looked at it as having like two parts. There's more of a personal part where we try to change within ourselves and become true disciples of Jesus. And there's the external part where we try to lead others to be disciples of Jesus and bringing Jesus out into uh, the public and, you know, outside of church so that uh, we help to lead others in that area and through working with other people we try to help them to become disciples you know that's that's it's a dirty job Uh, people have to get into your lives in order to see how you live as a disciple and that's how you train others to uh, to be uh, disciples also so they see you know all all the things all the negative things in your life along with all the positive things it's not just words you know you and you tell them what to do and what you do but basically when you bring somebody into your life and they become your friend and you spend time with them they start to see all your issues and problems and and so on and how you deal with all of that stuff so that's that's always a, a difficult that discipleship is always a, a difficult thing and it's a very timely thing because you could actually be spending the rest of your life doing that. It's not something that you do today and then tomorrow it's done. So that's how I kind of divided uh, salvation up. Now, within the inward uh, section of, of discipleship, we're trying to help ourselves to grow. 
and what we need to do in that. Um, I wanted to talk a little bit about the works that we do and the time that we spend with God. And God was showing me this uh, to to bring to Bridge Builders Church. So I want to I, I kind of want to make this statement, and then and then we'll talk about it. He was showing me that activity and works, our activities and the works that we do, they don't establish our relationship with God. Our relationship with God will establish our activities and our works. So this is what he was showing me. And it was like, yeah, I will. I intend to because it's it's. Pretty long, and, 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 and then I'll talk about it and try to give the best examples I can. Our activities, our works, don't, they don't establish our relationship with God. It's our relationship with God. It's just the opposite. Our relationship with God will establish or determine the activities that we do, the works that we do. So, as I thought about this, and I'm, and I'm trying to be very careful in how I, I say this, because this can be very much misconstrued. First of all, God tells us in uh, Revelation 22, he said, Behold, I am coming quickly, and my reward is with me to give to everyone according to his work. And then Matthew 16:27 says, For the Son of Man will come in the glory of his Father with his angels, and then he will reward each according to his works. We will be rewarded one day because, for the works that we do. Now, th- there, are, there are two judgments that happen at the end of the age. There's the judgment of the wicked, those who are lost, I hate to even think about that because it's so horrible and so terrible. But those that refuse to give their lives to the Lord, they're going to fall under a certain judgment called, I think it's the great white throne judgment. Then there's another judgment where we're judged. All right? And judgment sounds like a negative word, but here it's not. This judgment is basically, it's the rewards that we will get for the works that we do. Now, the reason why I think God showed me this about what determines our works is because we can do works that are not of his will, that are just things that we like to do it, so we do it, and we call it God. We say, well, I'm doing this for God. But that's not what God really ever showed that person to do. Now, how do you know the difference? And this, this is what we have to be careful in thinking. It's our relationship with God that's going to show us the works that we're to do. It's not our decision to do you know, what we want to do. It's what God shows us. And in order for us to be listening to what God's showing us, we have to spend the time with him. That's where if, if we don't spend time with God in prayer, quiet time, 
we're not going to know what those works are. And remember, our, our rewards are based on that. So we can go through life, and, and I think probably many Christians do, where in the beginning you give your life to the Lord. Now you're saved, but you don't really grow after that. You don't really move on because you just take on the things that you, let's say, are comfortable doing, that things that you, you know, like to do. Now, it's not that that's evil. It's nothing evil about it. It's just that we're not necessarily accomplishing the plans and the purpose God has for us because we don't know what those plans and purposes are because we don't spend any time with him to know those things. So a lot of our Christian walk is going to depend on the time that we spend with God. And you have to determine when that is in a day, what, how long that is, you know, what, how long does it take for you to spend with God in order to actually hear his voice. But it's, it's, th- these are critical things of a disciple that we don't hear about too often. Let, let me, let me give you, and, and trying to give you an example. And let's just see where that goes. Suppose in, in your time with the Lord that God asked you to fast for a day. Okay? But you decide that day that, I don't know, but I'm just giving an example. That you want to come and set up the chairs before the service in church and you don't want to, you don't want to fast. Alright? The works that you're doing, again, here, are not evil works, but that's not what God asked you to do. God asked you to fast for a day, to pray for the Bridge Builders Church, or something like that. Okay? So, this is just an example. I'm not saying that this is what God's telling you to do. But I'm, I'm trying to show you the difference between stepping out of your comfort zone into things that God may be telling you to do. Or doing things that you enjoy doing, that you like to do, but it's not necessarily what God's telling you to do. Each of us is different, so we don't know what's God telling each of us. This is what we have to grow into. We have to determine what those things are. And this takes effort. It takes time to do this. And you're, you're actually putting some things in that you enjoy doing in your life aside so that you could spend that time with God. All right? So I'm, I'm hoping those things are clear. What we can't do is we can't just go by our feelings. You know, our feelings will direct us in certain areas, but they might not be where God is showing us to go. Okay? Now, this doesn't mean that everything we're doing is wrong and, you know, we, we, we've got to uh, change to, to something else. It's something that I think we can grow into. If we grow into an area where we start spending a little more time each day with with God, you know, some of that quiet time, just little bits at a time, I think we can grow into these things and become 
say better at it. I don't know if that's the right terminology, but just better at hearing hearing from God. So uh, this is what I feel God's telling us to do. Sometimes when we're doing lots of things, even though some of those things are for God, we feel after a period of time that we're burned out. We're tired. We're worn out. I don't think God ever wants us to be burned out. He says, my yoke is easy. My burden is light. See, he will, when he gives you something to do, he will work with you in that. He'll always be there with you. If you start to feel burned out, you really need to kind of examine yourself and say, you know, what things am I doing that God has never told me to do? They might be good things, things that are godly things, but we're still uh, not, you know, going according to what he is telling us. I I believe these are hard things to hear because I'm struggling with it myself. And so, and, and then I'm telling you that this is what, as a disciple, we need to be doing. But it, these are things that I think will help us to grow, not only individually, but as a church. Because we're struggling as a church. You see, you know, the finances are struggling. You know, the numbers are struggling. We're, we're low in numbers. We're low in finances. And I don't know what God's telling us in this, but he'll tell us something. If we spend that time to, to listen to him. Remember, God will never lead us in the wrong direction. Any place he leads us is going to be right. But we have to give him the time. And we don't want to be led just by our own wants, our own desires. Go ahead, Lance. This is great. What you talk about. I have this question, that, and I'd love to know your opinion on it. Sometimes I'm in the morning sitting there and all of a sudden, someone who I haven't spoken to in a while or an old friend, I just get this, I guess, idea or feeling or, or a move to connect with them with a text. I guess my question, in your opinion, is that hearing from God or is that me? I, I, I don't know, because when people say I've heard from God, I, I don't know what that mm-hmm. I don't know if it's, you know, yeah, I think it's yeah. Yeah, oh dear. Yeah, because is every thought that you get from God? And that's what you're asking, basically, uh, with that. And you, and those are things that, uh, as, I think as, as we grow closer to the Lord and spend more time with Him, we start to be able to recognize which ones are from God and which ones are not from God. You know? Yeah, it's, it's not, it's not a definitive thing, you know, where you could say, if this happens, it's definitely God, and if it, it, I can't. But cause I'm learning that myself. I, I get a lot of those thoughts, and it's like, is it, is it God or not? And I, have to, and I have to weigh that, you know. What I, what I can say, though, if you're ever dealing with guilt and whether you do something or not, that's not God. <laughs> that's, that's a sure sign it's not God. I would have, I can relate to that because I would have that happen all the time. And then I would take the time to connect with that person and send them a text. And I would get so sidetracked from my time with God 
that I didn't, I would feel guilty that I didn't spend the time I really wanted to. So what I started doing was having a notepad there. And if I got a thought to send someone a text or connect with them, I wrote their name on that pad. Mm-hmm. And I didn't do it because, and I felt like if I was really supposed to do that, that moment might not be the time to do it. Right. Like I would just want mm-hmm. to see if, what would happen if yeah. I thought and still get my time with God. And sometimes the thought would be really strong and I would just feel like I had to do it. But that has helped me so much cool. Yeah, there is there's, there is a timing in things, and sometimes uh, it when you, a person like comes to your mind and you is that God telling me to contact the person? That's time to pray for that person. Start praying for the person, and I think God will tell you somewhere along the way it, it, it is the time or it isn't the time to do that, and. Again, we're learning. We're all learning together, and uh, it's um, it's it's something that, as long as we're making that effort to learn, I think God's going to teach us along the way, and that's that's all part of it. That's right. You can never go wrong praying for the person. Okay. All right. Going back to uh, some of the things that. We have been shown through this period of time. Um, God tells us that we are servants because he was a servant. He came to serve. And Mark 10, verse 43. I just want to read that quickly. Actually, I'm going to start in verse 42. Jesus called them to himself and said to them, You know... These are the words of Jesus now. You know that those who are considered rulers over the Gentiles lord it over them, and their great ones exercise authority over them. Yet it shall not be so among you. But whoever desires to become great among you shall be your servant. And whoever of you desires to be first shall be slave of all. For even the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life a ransom for many. So just very quickly, it's one of those things in discipleship. We want to be a good disciple of Jesus. We should be willing to serve at all times. And we see a lot of that here in Bridgeville. I don't think there's any problems with servants. Luke 20:14-26 shows how serious God is about discipleship. If anyone comes to me and does not hate mother or father, brother or sister, wife or child, and even your own life, he cannot be my disciple. I think Jesus those are the words of Jesus. So he is very serious about discipleship, which is probably why we had to spend four months on it. 
because it, it, it is so important and God holds it very, very uh, serious to us to be more hungry, more hungry for what he wants of us in our lives. This will lead, as we are doing these things, it will lead us to a lifetime of worship where we're spending uh, our days in, in, in worship in, in some way. In, uh, you know, we're all busy doing so many things. All right, and, and many of us still have to go to work every day and we go do an eight hour a day at work. But we can offer the work up as worship in the sense that we do the best we can and be the best example that we can while we're working. That's an act of worship. Okay? It's not in the, in, in the realm of, you know, you're lifting up your hands and I'm worshiping God while you're trying to work. That, that's, that's nonsense. We, we can't do that. You know, um, I think of my life as a teacher. I couldn't do anything like that in the classroom. Uh, I think to Sarah, when you're working with the shovel or whatever or driving thing, you, you can't be doing those things. All right? Lance can't do that while he's cooking. You, you lift up your hands, you're in trouble. <laughs> so, but, but you can make that time an act of worship and I think that's what God is looking for see following Jesus is not what we do it's who we are it's who we become so that just becomes our life so we don't have to think about well how do I follow Jesus today in what I'm doing no you already that's your life you're doing that and and it just flows into into everything that you do and as far as uh, prayer is concerned remember prayer is a privilege that God gives us to be able to communicate with him okay so we need to exercise that privilege regularly it's 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 so important and act 17:26 talks about the fact that Jesus uh, appoints a time a season a place for us to live he he set the boundaries around us and and put us here at this time so we have to understand, as disciples, we have to understand the times. So we have to know what's going on around us, what things we need to be praying for, what things we need to be praying about. Okay, All of this kind of gets included in our walk together as disciples. Because we do live in this nation. And uh, this nation is... Governed, laws made and everything by the leaders of this nation. So it comes into being that we're part of who places those people in leadership. So all of this kind of gets included in, in the discipleship that we have to know what's going on in our country and what, what things we need to be praying about, what things we need to, to be doing. I mean, one of them's coming up very soon. We have the elections coming up. And uh, these are things that we, we need to be aware of. It doesn't mean that we have to spend umpteen hours figuring all this stuff out, but we do know what the Bible says and what, what 
things line up with the Bible and what candidates are running that maybe line up with the Word of God or don't line up with the Word of God, whatever. And we just learn all of those things as we go along and just try to find what God wants us to do with that. Here's the the, the really positive side of all of this. One day, because we talked about the rewards that God's going to give us at the, at the end time. One day, when we get those rewards, we're going to receive a crown. And we are going to be able to take that crown and put it right at the feet of Jesus. And that is something to really look forward to as you're going through all the stuff that we go through in life. You know, that one day we're going to receive those rewards, but the rewards are going to be a crown that we can actually place at the feet of Jesus. And that's going to be some wonderful thing. But isn't that what we're supposed to be doing now? Placing that crown of self at his feet. Ourself, yeah. Good point. In preparation for it, yeah. All the, all the things that we're doing and, and laying them at the feet of Jesus, yep. Those are good things. Well, you guys gave a good sermon. <laughs>